I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. It's an empowering journey of self-awareness and intentional living. But don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And our chat today is all about resolutions and goals and helping you navigate through how to get it done. What's the difference in a resolution and the goals? And what are the practical ways to make it happen, to make those changes really happen? And so, yeah, the strategy we go over today is going to give you the really practical way of making that New Year's resolution that you chose Um, how to make that happen, what that looks like on a weekly, monthly basis, and how you treat that differently than you treat your goals. So at the end of this conversation, you're going to know how to plan your time and be intentional about putting your resolution first and also giving time to these goals in order to make them happen. And speaking of making goals happen, before we dive into this, quick reminder, if you didn't hear um, at the end of the last episode, I have a quick nine question survey that is my resolution for the podcast to help you guys. And in order to do that, I really need some insight in what you are wanting to improve on, like what areas you want to be more productive and intentional in. And yeah, just a little quick feedback um, to help me help you. And you get some free printables out of the deal when you um, submit your answers. So check out the show notes for that quick little survey. I would appreciate it so much to help me with my resolution. All right, now let's get back to helping you with your resolutions and goals. Here we go. All right. How's it going with your new year's resolution? If you listened to the last episode, we talked about how to pick the right one and how to feel confident that you're actually going to make it happen. So if you skip that episode, go back and listen to that to really um, gain some understanding in your resolution and the importance that has. And we're going to dig a little deeper into that today and what the difference is between your resolution and other goals that you have for the new year, because a lot of us have a lot of things we want to improve on and want to make changes in, and that doesn't all fit into one resolution. So this is going to be your strategy for implementing the new year's resolution that you have picked and also working on these other areas of your life that you want to improve while keeping your resolution the priority because that's why that gets to keep the term resolution and the rest of these are goals for the new year. So we'll come back to that a little bit at the end of how you treat these two things differently, what that actually looks like. But before we get there, let's go ahead and think about these goals. 
and what those might be and just kind of brainstorming what areas of your life you do want to improve on and what you want to spend time on making changes for. So let's just kind of spitball a couple potential things. Um, Maybe you want to improve your marriage. So let's just say that is a goal that you want to um, be closer in your relationship and have more um, communication and time together, just that overall feeling of being more united. Um, Sometimes we go through periods where you just kind of feel a little bit distant, like life is hard with kids. Like you're working and you've got kids and you're just busy and you're just sort of just getting through, just like doing the things. And before you know it, you can kind of drift a little bit. Like you're just sort of passing by each other. You're talking some, but nothing in depth. And it's just kind of, you're just kind of existing there together. And so that's not like ideal, right? We want more than that. And so if you're feeling any of that, like, and you want to prioritize like, Hey, I need to make my marriage a priority again and really improve that and grow closer. So if that is your goal, then we have to break it down into smaller Um, specific things that you can actually do and to be able to be like, okay, these are the steps. Like this is what, this is the big goal, like improving my marriage and being closer again. Well, in order to make that happen, you're going to have to have specific things to do and steps and ways to feel like you've got a win, you know, like you were able to do some things and like that's a win um, for that goal. So like some potential things could be putting like a date night on the calendar, like not just saying like, Hey, we should do some date nights, but you're actually going to put it on the calendar. (laughs) Like it's going to happen. And so maybe you decide that that's once a month or twice a month or whatever is feasible. And you get to decide whether that means going out, like out to dinner and a movie type of thing, some activity, or that's just not in the cards right now. And it is literally after the kids go to bed, you have a 45 minute, like just intentional time together. Um, whatever, whatever this is, you're putting it on the calendar and you guys can decide, um, what that looks like for this season of life. And by going ahead and just scheduling it, that's how it's going to happen. That's how you're going to get childcare if you need to. That's how other things aren't going to slip in and be like, oh yeah, we were going to do that. But like weeks and months have gone by and we still haven't done a date night because life and things get busy. When it's on the calendar, it's more likely to happen. So all of these things I'm going to I've said this before on other episodes. I'm just going to (laughs) repeat, put it on the calendar till that's like ingrained. If you are a listener, you're going to know anything that pops in your head, put it on the calendar. Um, Okay. So other ideas is like 
a surprise for your spouse. Um, maybe that is once a month or like once every couple months. It could be a gift, whether it's something really small or more extravagant. Again, whatever's fitting for your circumstances. Um, it could be like a little letter if they take a lunchbox or a briefcase into work, like just tucking in a little letter that surprises them with um, encouragement and things that you're grateful for. Maybe you make their favorite dinner that you rarely make or dessert or something like that. Um, just a little, a little nod to them of like, Hey, I was thinking about you and you're important to me and I've spent time doing something for you and just like slowly adding in like little meaningful things that make them feel loved and go back to the love languages. Um, we have the episode on here as well, but to think about what makes them feel loved. And so maybe that's, again, you've got words of affirmation, um, physical touch, gifts, quality time, and acts of service. And so just kind of that refresher of where, where is their love language and what are just some small little meaningful things you could do that's going to be impactful to them. Like you may be like words of affirmation is really easy just to say something, but maybe that's not a main like love language of theirs where it won't be like pointless to say that's always good, but it may not provide quite the level of impact that you're hoping for. So just a reminder to keep those in mind and to make sure these little things that you're doing um, to improve your marriage are something that will be received the most by them, um, the most impact. And then, okay, so let's move to a different goal. Let's say like improving your parenting style um, is something you want to work on. And again, these are still a little bit vague, whatever that um, looks like specifically for you guys. So maybe it is working on ways to not be so frustrated in the morning or at bedtime or, you know, whatever the, when they get home from school and like making dinner and whatever those times of day are that you are like extra stressed out and frustrated with them and tend to snap at them more than you should, uh, to come up with some strategies to, yeah, not do that so much. Um, taking some breaths and just figuring out different perspective and maybe even changing your schedule. Um, just things to think about for that. It could be being intentional and complimenting your kids each day. Like how often do you compliment them? And that it's compliments on yes, like maybe if they're school age, like schoolwork stuff, but also complimenting them on their character when they are kind, are they're helpful. Um, just finding all the different things to just take a second to compliment them. And that may go a long way. And maybe that's verbal. Maybe it's written, whatever your child would receive better. Um, maybe um, the parenting improvement is related to like 
helping show your faith more to your kids and helping that grow. So maybe do a Bible verse with them each day. Um, these are just like different potential things. So we're making a category, an area of your life that you want to improve on and then brain dumping some ways of how you can do that, like tangible, practical ways, whether they're little tiny things. Um, and really that's, that's it. Small things that are easy to implement that don't feel like a lot of effort that it's like, Oh, I can definitely start practicing just like saying a compliment. That's not going to take time or money or like planning preparation. That is just something that you can like put a little sticky note somewhere in your phone or a reminder, like even in your calendar reminder to be like, Hey, have I said a compliment today? Um, just to start training yourself to do these little things. So you've got your general area of life that you want to improve and brain dump of possible ways to do that. And like another overall category could be like organizing your house, like making your home function better for you. And so how do you actually do that? You start by thinking like, what are the top things that annoy you in your home? Maybe that's like clothes on the floor or dishes or the layout of a certain room. Like you just start thinking about what are the main things that come to mind first? And then what are some simple things that you can implement like systems or routines or simply like moving a piece of furniture so you don't bump into it every day or whatever that looks like, like really don't be afraid to go so tiny, simple. That's how you're going to make changes and like make it last. Find these little things that you can improve first. You don't have to solve the whole thing. Like if organizing your house is a goal for the year, you don't have to find a way to organize the entire house in January. Like start with not even one room. You can start with one part of one room or like one category, like paper or clothes or whatever, like find one small thing to do first. And then we're going to build from there. And so that's just kind of your overall thing of how to think about goals for the new year is to go through those categories of your life and figure out what things you want to improve on. And I made, I just started making this, like just start jotting down, like write down a category and what comes to mind that you want to improve. And it's just a really quick way to visualize. And it's very, uh, apparent as well. (laughs) When you make this list, like I just started with a couple things so far and a couple categories and they would have like one or two things on there of something to improve. And, and then the one category was parenting and I had a whole list and I was like, Oh, that is clearly (laughs) a category that I feel I need a lot of work on, or I have a lot of things that I want to do. And so that can be eye opening as well 
to when you actually write this down to help you prioritize um, what to work on first and which goals um, need more attention and time. And so that kind of segues into what I mentioned at the very beginning. We This is the time of year for resolutions and or resolution single and then these goals. So how how does this look different? So it's not feeling so overwhelming that you have all these things you want to improve on and it is the first week of January and you are trying to do all the things to improve and you're getting overwhelmed and you're like, what on earth am I, I can't do this and you don't even, you don't even start. That's not where we want to be. (laughs) So let's go over the difference of resolution and goals. So let's, let's do this through an example Let's say your resolution was related to your marriage, that you want to improve um, the communication and um, just you feel closer to one another and all of that. So this would be, if this is your resolution, this is your priority, what you're spending more time on. So this is like, you can map out kind of like a weekly type thing of maybe during the first month, you focus on like a weekly check-in conversation with your spouse. And it doesn't have to be a formal thing. Like you tell them like, hey, we're going to have a formal conversation check-in every week. Maybe that is good for you. Maybe it's not. Um, But you don't, it doesn't have to be that structured. You can just decide like, hey, I'm going to make it a point to Give my undivided attention. That means phone away, like completely away, TV off, like distractions are gone, eye contact, attention of really checking in with them to see how they're doing. What are they enjoying right now? What are they, what's stressing them out? What activities do they want to do? Like just a real legit conversation that is mostly listening on your part. And then you keep that up, but then you add on maybe the next month, you add on a random note or text every week or so, just um, how often that you want, but of appreciation for them or encouragement. Um, Maybe just something silly, just something you wanted to share with them, but it's just noticing them and seeing them and just kind of sharing life with them. And then maybe after that, like the following month, you start adding date nights in, you add prayer time together in, like you have your brain dump of possible ideas and you really dive into exploring them. Like you may do the random notes or text messages and you find it's not really it's not really doing anything and you're like okay maybe that one's not worth it to put a ton of time into you move on to the next the point here is you're really you're really committed to various things to improve like various avenues to improve your marriage And being creative and coming up with things that you are working like on a weekly basis, like you are doing something intentional for your marriage. That is 
the level of commitment to a resolution. And they can be really tiny things. This doesn't have to be overwhelming big things. But you're just committed to doing even one small thing. Even if you don't get to do all the multiple options. Even if you picked one thing to commit to doing every week towards your marriage. That would be a win. That would be more than you're doing now, right? So just kind of go through this and and navigate and see what works. Just be intentional and make something change, something improve on a weekly basis. Now, take this as a goal. Say this is just a goal for the year, but not necessarily your top level resolution. So this is going to be scaled back a little bit. In this case, what this is going to look like is you like, maybe you don't even start in January. Maybe it's a different month before you start focusing on this. It depends. Like go back to your list where you brained up the categories of your life and little um, ideas under each one. Maybe marriage is the one that has the most things that you want to improve or ideas that come to mind, but maybe it's not. And you want to work on a different one first. So kind of take that into context and let that help you figure out um, the order in which you work on these goals. We're not taking every single goal you have and working on it today. That's overwhelming and that's how you don't accomplish anything. So let's not, let's not go there. We're going to write them all out so they all have importance, but you're going to schedule them out to each give them some priority time that they deserve, but in a way that you is sustainable that you can actually work on. So let's take the marriage one for a goal, whenever that looks like. So whether you choose to work on that now or later, based on your kind of analysis of your list of goal options for the year, um, maybe you pick one thing, one to two things just kind of indefinitely to work on. So maybe it is, hey, we're going to do a monthly date night this year. And that's, that is sufficient for a marriage goal. Like it could be one thing. And you may do that. And you may also want to add on the like, just random encouraging notes or texts or things like that. That's something you also want to add on. That's fine. Like this is just lower key. You commit to something small to make an improvement and it may evolve over time. So you pick the one thing, like you pick the date night every month and then you're going along and you're like, you know what? This is, we've really got this down. This feels easy, not like work. I think I can add on another thing. And that's when you start implementing the random notes or conversations or whatever you want to do prayer time. Um, you, the point is to pick one thing that feels really easy to start, really easy to do, and just start going with that and letting that kind of just go organically and keep making that, well, I say organically, but like intentionally make that decision, but like run with it and just kind of let that flow until that feels natural and easy. And that's when you add on something else. So instead of 
picking the marriage goal and having like maybe three ideas that you could do and doing all three of those at day one, that can be a bit much. So that's where we're going to space it out and just start with one thing and let that flow and let that just become a natural habit. Then you add on the next thing. And then if you want another thing, however that works, there's no, there's no rules to this game, just that you ease into things. So that's the difference in what a marriage goal will look like versus the marriage resolution where it is very intentional weekly basis, like something is happening and you've got the strategy and ideas that you're trying and really paying attention to what's working, what's not working and continuing to add things on um, at a quicker pace when possible. Um, But again, quality over quantity here. But that's your difference. So you've got your New Year's resolution that you're going all in on with very strategic, like weekly, daily, whatever, um, focus on making changes and improvements. And then that, after you've decided that, then we move to all of your other broad categories of life that you want to improve. And you do your little brain dump of ideas of specifics um, based around what you want to improve. And then that's where you start working through your goals for the new year. And you can take a calendar and kind of pick out. You could label each month something. um, If you've got that many things that are kind of small or you just kind of start with one thing and are just like, hey, here's where I'm starting. And maybe I'll get to another goal next month. Maybe I'll get to another goal six months from now. Whatever feels right for you. And depending on the quantity of goals you have, what your capacity is right now, what result do you want this year? That is the bottom line. What result do you want? What changes need to happen to get to that result? And what is actually feasible and sustainable? so that you don't go overboard with doing all the goals and resolution all together at one time in a way that it's competing for your attention. You have to slowly fold things in and figure out how it works in your schedule and um, yeah, how it all flows so that you can begin making changes that are sustainable. That is what we want. We don't just want a short little blip and then we fall off and it's not happening. We want to make these something that lasts a long time and our goals may change and all of that may evolve. But for right now, like we're setting these goals and we want to be able to see it through like for the whole year and beyond, like we want to make changes and continue to grow those. And so that's why I just want you to be careful to not go crazy with too many things, rein it in a little bit. And prioritize what you work on first. So there is your strategy for handling your resolutions versus your um, new year goals and how to make them happen. So I hope you guys are feeling encouraged that you can really make change this year. That you can follow through and know that what you're working on is what is really important that you aren't 
feeling guilty of, oh, I don't think I picked the right thing and I'm working on this, but I'm really resentful. I'm not working on that. If that happens, change your goal, flip flop it around, (laughs) start working on the other thing. Like just stay in tune with how you're feeling and through these goals and what's working and what's not when you need to back off and maybe when you need to push a little harder. So yeah, there is your strategy for the year and, um, feel free to share what your, what your goals are. And, um, if you're struggling, if you have any questions about this process, send me an email or shoot me a DM on Instagram. And I'd be happy to just kind of hear what you're going through and help give you some ideas of how to navigate, um, and get some wins for this year. So let's do it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you found anything helpful or challenging or inspiring, you got some new ideas, take a minute and share it with a friend, like help your friends have easier, less stressful lives. And so send them a text or share it on social and tag me. So I know what's helping you. If you haven't left a review yet, There is no like button for podcasts. Reviews mean everything. So take a minute and leave me a quick review and I would so appreciate it. All right, now let's go check some boxes.